Are you ready for some more XFL? Welcome back to XFL Extra, the podcast brought to you by XFLboard.com. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and this is our 13th podcast. In this episode, we will introduce two guests. First, we will hear from LA Wildcats XFL supplementary draft pick, Terrell Alex. Terrell comes to the XFL after a diverse football career, which has taken him from Southern University in Baton Rouge to Canada and to the Arena League, and most recently to a Southern California League called the LDFL. We will hear how Terrell feels an opportunity with the XFL is just what he needs at this point in his career. Then we will talk to Mark Selikowski, one of our XFLboard.com team reporters for the Tampa Bay Vipers. We will reminisce about Mark's time as a reporter for the Orlando Rage and hear about what happened when they served too much beer to the fans in the Citrus Bowl. I call this podcast Looking Forward, Looking Back. It's about a player who is looking forward to an opportunity to play in the XFL and about two guys who are looking back at a football league that once was. There's even a mention of cheerleaders. There are 68 days until XFL kickoff. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome Terrell Alex to the podcast. As a running back, Terrell has had a diverse football career, which has taken him from Southern University in Baton Rouge to Canada and to the Arena League, and most recently to the LDFL. Last week, he was selected by the Los Angeles Wildcats in the XFL Supplemental Draft. Welcome, Terrell. Hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? Well, I'm great, and it's it's nice to talk to you. Thank well, you. I appreciate the call. Hey, no problem. Let's go back to when you were young. I know you were born and grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, right? Yes, sir. Uh, born and raised in East Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Paris. Uh, I went to Redemption High School. Um, that's also right there in Baton Rouge. Um, I ended up kind of going back and forth with my mom. She moved to California in Sacramento. So I had a couple, I had a year or so in uh, Sacramento. I went to Burbank actually for my sophomore year, but I uh, went back home for my junior and my senior year and I finished out at Redemptive High. Had the, uh, we won the, uh, state championship my junior year. Uh, I was a all district, all metro running back. Uh, I also did track one year as a senior, and uh, we won the uh, state championship as well. I was a part of the four by one relay team. So you've been a athlete, or at least you've been a footballer since you've been the since the age of six, right? Yes, sir. Played for the Howard Park Cougars. Uh, that's my first, very first team, man. Run around out there. Started when I was six. Then when I actually learned how to, you know, about the positions and things, I was about 10, and then I started getting on the team, 11 and 12. I played uh, I played for the Raiders. Uh, I was the defensive uh, MVP, actually. And then about, then I didn't play. Uh, I played a little basketball in middle school, and then once I got to, to high school, that's when everything started getting serious. And Louisiana football is, very big in high school, so that's yeah. when everything started getting real serious and start playing on TV, the local channels and things like that, and getting the buzz if you're good. So, yeah. So your your high school career allowed you to be uh, offered a full scholarship in Southern University in Baton Rouge, right? Yes, sir. It did. I, uh, Southern, well, Grambling actually is the first school 
Bramlin State was the first school that offered me, and then Southern University. I got some interest from Kentucky. Uh, Southern Miss, I actually went to Auburn University for a camp before that. But, yeah, that was uh, that was about it. But you landed in Southern then? Yeah, landed in Southern. So after yeah. after university, you were look probably looking at an NFL career, or you were trying to get an NFL career. Yeah, I most definitely was, man. Uh, I, I was that was always a, a dream of mine. Coming from from Southern University, a small D one school, uh, HBCU, it was it was pretty tough. But I ended up getting invited, um, you know, to the combine, the Super Regional NFL Combine. After this plan to work out at the uh, Falcons facility, man, they uh they picked me between uh what was this uh out of all the running backs, you know, it was about sixty five running backs. They were the only one I I was the only one they chose, and uh, that was an honor, and uh, that was kind of what put me out there a little bit better uh, for 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 a situation with the league. It was tough though. It was tough. You you got to go through a lot to try to make it from there. It's hard to break into the NFL, and you you have to be good, and you have to be lucky, I'm sure, because it's and you have to be noticed. And so uh, you ended up being signed. You you actually you joined the AFL, didn't you? I did. I uh, actually right after I went to uh, I went to the AFL uh, for the New Orleans Voodoo. Right. But, um, I also got an opportunity. It was a situation that happened in Canada. I had an opportunity to play in Canada, and it looked a lot better than the AFL. So once that came available and the coach called, and I just I let that go, and I uh, I ended up going to uh, I ended up going to Canada, and also while I was in the Arena Football League, it really wasn't you know all what I you know it was it was some obstacles I had to go through with that too so it was kind of like a, a fresh of breath uh, a breath uh, fresh of breath uh, a breath of fresh air yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was a fresh start for me that I saw uh moving to Canada and uh so I took that and um that ended up being something that that you know it went on for a little bit and it was cool, but it just didn't plan out how uh, it didn't pan out how I planned initially, and I just took a little break after that, man. So after going from AFL to Canada, it just I just shut it down for a little bit, you know. Yeah, so you took a break. Um, yeah. So we fast forward to uh, most more recently, you were playing for the LDFL in yes, Southern California, and you joined the Inglewood Blackhawks in 2018, and you guys won the championship. Yeah, that recently ended uh, in May. Um, I got with the Blackhawks, and we had a fantastic year. Uh, we went undefeated. I was starting running back, and uh, everything just came together. So it was a good team, and everything came together, and you were the, the championship game MVP, so you had a really good uh, game. Yeah, I had a really good game. I had a... Uh, 19 touches and uh, 173 yards and three touchdowns. Is your performance in the LDFL is that what is that when the XFL took notice of you? Um, I would think that buzz gave me a big push. Yeah, I would like to say so. Um, do you th- do you think there was a there was scouts were watching you in that championship game? Maybe I had a couple scouts coming me out. I'm not sure if it was for the XFL, but I did have some scouts uh, that were there. 
you know, for other leagues. I do remember before that game, right around the time the AAF league was still going on. Yeah. I was approached by uh, a people or two, or two people, and um, they were asking me, would I, you know, play on the next level, you know, maybe AFL, go back to Canada type of thing, and I was all for it. But then, you know, what happened with the AAF league, and, you know, so. So you've you've got good speed, right? Yes, sir. I do. It's pretty that's, good. That's uh, one of your assets. Is your 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 speed as a running back? I that's that's what I've read about you anyway. Yeah. Um, best forty time was a, a low four four. When I did go to the uh, super regional combine, I ran the uh, three nine flat in the five ten five shuttle. Yeah. Um. That's yeah, I'm I, pretty quick, yeah. explosive. Yeah. That's what I read. Three nine in the in the shuttle and uh, four point five in the forty. Does that sound about right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's yeah. what I that's what I ran there. Um, and you're still pretty fast, right? Yeah, I'm still pretty fast. I feel like I got a little <laughs> faster, man. I, I I I like my explosiveness. I think that's what kind of uh, set me apart. My speed and my uh, my acceleration ability. You know. Well, that's great. Now, when did you begin to get interested in the XFL? It was kind of being pitched to me about around the time everybody started seeing it uh, on TV and on the ads and things, I guess, when they started uh, announcing that it was coming back, um, which was like 2018. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was honestly, initially, I'm like, whoa, it's coming back. Is it next year? And they just like, nah, 2020. I'm like, ah, oh, God, that's two years. That's right. But, uh. But yeah, I was just like, you know, I, I was just trying to figure out how it would it be, how would it be this time? You know, everything is more modern, and I felt like they'll probably take it more serious, you know, to like the situation they have now. You know, more opportunity for uh, for guys like us uh, that that kind of slip through the cracks, going through college and other little leagues and things like that. So I was pretty excited, and now that it's here, man, I, I'm just happy and feeling blessed. Did you work out for the XFL? Initially, I didn't go to their uh, workout uh, when they were promoting. I ended up getting the invite. So they invited you to the supplementary draft just last month or just recently. Yes, sir. So um, they so they get they had they obviously had some interest in you, uh, coaches mm-hmm. and scouts, because they invited you and then they selected you to the Los Angeles Wildcats, right? Yes, sir. Um, they they actually uh, invited me to a private workout uh, in September. Yeah. So you had a private workout in LA. Yeah. In Los in Angeles. LA. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, that's that's obviously when they figured out that they wanted you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great experience too, man. I just yeah, just all just coming together. So that was the uh, moment I feel like everything started escalating in this direction. That must have been exciting then. I didn't hear that. Yeah, you starting starting to see some opportunities open up for you. Yes, sir. You got to take advantage, man. Right. So uh, that, right. that that was my biggest goal. Once I get ahead in the door, then I take care of the rest. You know. Well, that's right. Yeah, you got to you the explosive uh, running back in you tells you to start going right. Yes, sir. Yeah. So where were you when you heard that you were drafted to the Wildcats? I was actually eating breakfast. Yeah. I was eating breakfast. And um, I uh, got a call from my coach, Atkins. I'm with well, my new coach, Atkins, now. So he called He's the running back coach. His name is Dave Atkins. Um, yeah. He gave me a call about 
10 or so, 10.30. And, you know, I'm eating breakfast or whatnot right before I do my workout. And, you know, he just called me and said, hey, uh, just call him, you know, just to tell you congratulations. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. And, you know, we just, he just kind of gave me a regular talk, you know, as if uh, we were just catching up or something. You know, me and Coach Atkins, we've talked a couple times. And, you know, he, he wasn't like a, hey, congratulations. And, hey, we just picked you. It was just kind of like congratulations. We can't wait to get you in. And, right. uh Coach, uh, coach should be contacting you soon, and I think that was the initial call. Uh, later, after that, when everything was in uh, black and white, is uh, they posted it, and that's yeah. when my publishers started going crazy, and, and everybody started saying congratulations. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh wow, this is dope. <laughs> so hey, it was kind of like just out of nowhere, you know? Because I, yeah, it just it was unbelievable, but it was a great feeling. Yeah, it must have been a crazy day. Uh, I noticed yeah. that your uh, your LDFL team, the Inglewood Blackhawks, also posted something about it and congratulated you on their website. I noticed that was there as well. Yes, sir, they did, man. I love them. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a blessing to be a part of that uh, organization. So I'm sure that's partially what, where you are today because of their uh, picking you up and, and, and letting you play and excel in that league as well. Now, yes, sir. you have a lot of football experience. Is that one of your greatest assets going to the XFL? Yes, I I, I do think um, having football experience, period, uh, that I do to the depth that I have, uh, it's, it's, it's a great asset. Um, I've been in situations regardless of what level. I know uh, how to handle um, pressure when, when, when I'm facing adversity. So I've been the guy on almost all the teams I've been on, and uh, I'm just ready to take it to the next level. And I think that's uh, something that's pre- that'll pre- have me prepared for this level as well. I'll be ready to face adversity or any pressure that I'm on. The first training camp for the Wildcats is on uh, starts on the 3rd of December. Now that's just a week and a just over a week away, and mm-hmm. uh, that's in uh, actually it's in Las Vegas, isn't it? So. Yeah. Are you ready to travel to Vegas and and begin that camp? Man, I'm I'm so ready. Uh, I'm so ready. I'm kind of just tired of people (laughs) talking about it, you know. (laughs) I'm uh, it's like, yeah, I know, yeah, okay. But uh, it's it's been so much talk about it. It's been so much of a build up, and uh, I'm just actually ready for it to come and, and and just be a part of it and just start the process and just show everybody what I'm made of and, and, and how I've come so far. Well, then we won't talk about it anymore. You know what? You sound like you're, <laughs> you sound like you're ready to go. You just want to get there and do it, right? Oh, uh, man, I wish I could just wake up right now. Just tomorrow, we hopping on a plane and, and landing and starting everything up. Yeah, well, I, I'm, uh, I share your excitement. I, I wish you well in the training camp. And uh, later on, there's a larger training camp in Houston in Jan- after Christmas. Right after Christmas, yeah. Yeah, and I wish you well there as well. And uh, I know I can tell that you're going to be competing hard and for the for those starter jobs when you get there. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, man. Being a team player and competing is the most important thing. And uh, just learning the scheme and everything that they, uh, they would want us to do. And just being the best team player is the most important thing, though. But um, for sure, fighting for a job. Fighting yeah. for that number one position and just being ready 
to uh, put everything on display when it's time. Well, good players make stats, but good teams win championships, right? Yes, sir. It's, all, it's a dream to be both, be a part of both. So that's my goal, man. But uh, like I said, man, anything that uh, they want me to do, I'm down with it, and I'll be working hard to get my position that I want and put my team in the best position that we can for the spring and ball out. That's all it's about. Excellent. Well, we'll be following you, uh, your progress online. Uh, do you have a, a social media account we could follow? Yes, sir. <laughs> My Instagram is T-A, the number two, the letter U, underscore, B-I-H, underscore. And that's where you post on Instagram? Yes, sir. You'll see, uh, you'll see videos of me working out or you'll see pictures. Yeah, that's where I do everything. I post a lot of videos of my workouts, routines, and things. So you get to see a part of how I kind of put everything together for my game plans or my, you know, get my skills right, trainers, all of that. XFL fans and LA Wildcat fans should check it out. Check out Terrell Alex on, on Instagram. Follow his progress through the mini camp and the training upcoming training camps and uh, wish him well. And <laughs> Terrell, I hope this opportunity uh, is is what you're looking for yes sir um still it is and i appreciate the call and the podcast uh i thank you for this it's a great opportunity as well i'd like to welcome mark zelikowski to the podcast mark joined xflboard.com in 2001 and reported on the orlando rage now he will be joining us as a contributor for the tampa bay vipers Welcome, Mark. Hey, Mark. How are you today? It's nice to talk to you. Excellent. I think one of the first articles you wrote for XFL Board that I found back in 2001 was titled, O-Town Confidence Running High, Three Consecutive Wins Give the Rage a Boost. And the first line of that article was, the fans in Orlando knew it from the first play from scrimmage. We have ourselves a football team. Do you remember writing that? Yes. Yes, I do. Um Jeff Brom had thrown a bomb for a uh, a long touchdown, so it was, uh, it was it was fun right from the beginning. So it sounds exciting, dude. and you can remember that like it was yesterday, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it was uh, the whole experience of um, from the first time that the XFL started in Orlando. Um, it, there was a huge buzz, and um, you know the the team really made it fun to to go out. Everybody would be. Um, you know, people would come out way early and tailgate for hours. And the first game, they sold out a beer uh, before the, the end of the first quarter. So what was it like to write about a team that you were a fan of? It was fun. Um, you know, you got you get to know some of the players a little bit more than just knowing the names on the back of the jersey. So um, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I love doing it. So are you still a Jeff Brome fan? Yeah, I mean, um. I don't know. I haven't really seen what he's doing lately. He's coaching college football. Do you remember that time when he got knocked out of the game by uh, Shante Carver, like knocked him right out, and then he came back in the next game? Yeah, it, we thought we were in trouble, and then he came back, and then you know he went out again, and we knew we were in, in some trouble there. Um, but yeah, it was it was hard to lose him because. You know, obviously he was the the linchpin of the whole team. Yeah, I guess so. So, what are 
for you, what are some of the most memorable moments of reporting on the on the Orlando Ridge? <laughs> the going to the games was interesting. I mean, you had a kind of a crazy mix of people in the stands. You had people who liked football, but you also had re- like wrestling fans, and then you just had people who were there for the party atmosphere. Uh, I remember the game against the Hitman. Someone got injured. I forget who it was, but they were being carted off. And people in the crowd were throwing turkey legs down, like full-on size turkey legs at the cart as he was being carted off. I mean, it was, it got nuts in Orlando sometimes. Yeah, it sounds crazy. I mean, uh, that kind of behavior probably wouldn't would be looked at very poorly oh, nowadays. No, yeah. no I, I hope I hope they grabbed those people and took them out. But yeah, I mean, it's just it got crazy at times. I think uh, you know they they started limiting the beer. Uh, early on in the season for the rage. So there was some beer fueled um, moments in that stadium, weren't there? Oh yeah. A little bit. I mean, people <laughs> were yelling at uh there was another time they were yelling at a player and just, you know, the player wanted to come up and, and fight people in the stands because they just wouldn't stop. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So you, uh, you actually posted digital photos on the site back in the day. And this is back yeah, was- when, when digital photography was just starting out, really. Um, we ha- we have a gallery of your photos titled Orlando Rage versus New York Jersey Hitman Game Photos, and I'm actually going to repost it on XFL board as a throwback. Um, yeah, excellent. It's quite a diverse gallery of pictures, uh, but you were on the sidelines for those pictures, weren't you? Yeah. Um, you know, using the XFL board, I was able to get credentials for the field, and I was on the fields for most of the games. Um, but yeah, I, I was able to take a lot of really good action pictures and, you know, photography is something I um, am passionate about. So I was able to get get those photos and have fun doing it. Yeah, it's a real diverse gallery of pictures. And I and I looking at them uh, today, I was uh, in wonderment about the, the quality of the photos. Of course, people would ex- now expect a high quality photos. But these were for the day. These were actually good quality which is interesting. Now, I noticed a few of the photos were of the Orlando cheerleaders, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, a few. They, I mean, they were, they were um, pushed, you know, uh, front and center by the league constantly. So I figured it'd be important to document everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they were on the sidelines, too, at this. Uh, the photos you took, they were on the sidelines at that time. Oh, yeah, so, they were right there. Yeah. No, I thought that's it's nice to see. It's fun to look at the throwback of of the team back then. Now, in XFL 2001, what did you think of some of the things they did? Like, the, for example, the nicknames and the uniforms. Yeah, I thought the nicknames, it was it's made players stand out, you know, gave everybody an opportunity to show that they're not just a number. They're, you know, the person underneath a little bit, which I thought was was excellent. Yeah, let, let the players show off their personalities. Right, exactly. Yeah, I doubt if there ever. I doubt if any sports league is ever going to do that again. I just have that feeling that it's it's frowned upon now. It's in retrospect that the XFL did it, uh, which right. I don't I don't agree with that. I I kind of thought it was a good idea because of the personality. Now you just you emailed me this that you just finished watching the Thirty for Thirty documentary. Now for someone yeah. who was there, what is your take on that documentary? I found it interesting, some of the stuff that I knew and then some of the stuff that I didn't know. Um, I, I thought it was a, the documentary itself is amazing. I thought it was it really showed 
how the league went from what it was to how it died at the end and, um, you know, all the contributing factors to it. I thought it was so well done. Yeah, there's some some things about the death of the XFL that I was not aware of at the time that I became aware of when I watched that documentary. Right, yes. Because I think when the XFL died at the time, we were all just kind of in shock. Like, we we really thought this was going to continue, but it, of course it didn't. Yeah, especially since you had a guy like Vince McMahon guaranteeing there would be a second season. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I had already put money down on my second year of season tickets. So, I mean, as far as I, the teams knew, everybody thought it was coming back. Were you a fan of the Alliance of American Football? Um, not not really. I really got involved with the XFL or started watching it because the, you know, the marketing for it was amazing. Right. I wasn't even a wrestling fan at the time. So I just started purely watching it because I thought it was going to be tough, hard nosed football. So XFL 2001 sold you. Yeah. Yeah. I got sucked into the marketing for sure. Right. And then when you heard that XFL 2020, that it was coming back, you decided to come back, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I think that some of the ideas they had for the original 2001 league were stuff that you see in everyday games now. You know, the sky cam, the the uh, steady cam operators on the field, the miking the players, all that stuff was XFL born. So I'm kind of uh, excited to see what kind of uh, little tricks that they're going to have uh, this time around. Yeah, we're still we're still waiting to see some of those tricks, but we've been promised there will be some. So I agree with you. I'm with you on that. I'm waiting to. I'm excited to see what's what they're going to reveal. Yeah. So now, what when it comes to the Vipers, have you been following them very much? How do you think they'll do this year? Um, I'm hoping that they're going to do well. Um, their their quarterback is seems like he's a he's a good catch. So I'm I'm excited for this season. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's too early to tell how any team is going to do, do though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, the training camps are starting soon, so uh, we'll definitely be getting some uh, some more information here in the next weeks, uh, week or two. Right. You know, with the drafting, uh, the player drafts and uh, all that, and the hiring of the coaches, it seems that the XFL – have staffed their teams with players and coaches with some sort of thought to parity. So you wonder if any team is going to do all that much better than any other team, which is kind of cool to think about. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the, the way that they configured the draft was kind of fair for everyone. So uh, hopefully there is a lot of parity in the league. No, XFL 2001 was never that organized. Of course. No, no, no. It just seems like they threw players together. Uh, I mean, they only had a year from the time they announced to the time they put players on the field. So um, this time they've got a huge leg up in, in how they're organizing the league and the football operations, I think, are going to be much, much crisper. Well, exactly. That's what that's what everybody's convinced of. And I, I and I think there's a lot of evidence that that's going to be true. Now, next week they have said they're going to release the uniforms. So that'll be exciting as well. Yeah, they'll probably do that. I think um, training camp starts on Thursday for the Vipers. Um, and I think they'll probably announce it probably before next weekend is what I'm thinking. 
Yeah, they've said they're going to do it next week uh, on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. Excellent. So that's coming. That's coming out. And of course, they do everything by social media. Uh, it seems um, you have to watch your Twitter and Instagram if you want to see those uniforms come out right away. Yes. Well, it's been nice talking with you finally. Finally get to connect with you. And thanks for coming on the podcast, Mark. And I know fans will look forward to seeing uh, what you have to say about the Vipers in the coming months and your reports on XFL board and people can contact you through XFL board. Now there's an email address mzelikowski at xflboard.com. Excellent. Thank you very much, Mark. Thanks again to our guests, Terrell Alex and Mark Zelikowski. We wish Terrell all the best in the upcoming training camps, and we'd like to extend an additional thank you to Mark Zelikowski for coming back to XFL Board and continuing our long-term relationship. I hope you enjoyed today's interviews. You are welcome to come back next Sunday, where we will have more guests and more XFL. Until next time, this was your host, Mark Nelson, and I hope you enjoyed XFL Extra the xflboard.com podcast. Mm-hmm.